Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. A few weeks ago, I preached a message, 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that's within you than he that is in the world. My question to you then was, how big is the God inside of you? And then I preached on the week after on, he's the Lord Almighty. And, and we need to know that our God's almighty. And today, I, wanna, I woke up about three mornings ago with this scripture and song burning in my heart. And I thought, well, I better write that down before I forget. You ever wake up during the night thinking you've got this great dream or revelation? You go, I'll write that down when I wake up. And then you wake up and think, what was it I thought about? And you forget it. Thank God, I have often wake up and write it straight down because I don't want to forget it. Revelation 1, verses 1 to uh, 8. I want to read these verses. The revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw. That is the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of his prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. John to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits before his throne and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father, to him be glory and power forever and ever amen look he's coming with the clouds and every eye shall see him even those who pierced him and all the peoples on earth will mourn because of him so shall it be amen i am the alpha and omega says the lord god who is and who was and who is to come the lord almighty now twice those words are repeated because it's a revelation of Jesus Christ, the God who is and who was and who is to come. And I woke up with this thought, hold on, I've always thought it was the God who was, who is and who is to come. And the Holy Spirit grabbed my attention and said, no, read what I actually wrote. It's the God who is and who was and who is to come. I said, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? He said, you've got to live in the present more than the past or the future. That's what just burnt in my heart. And I got up and started typing straight away. It was a moment of revelation by the Holy Spirit. Sometimes when we're asleep, it's the only time God can get through to us because we're so busy during the day and our minds are running and we've got kids and activity and, and all sorts of stuff going on. So God gets through to me sometimes when I'm asleep. But what he was saying is that he is the Lord who is, who was, and who is to come. I just want to unpack this for a few minutes today. In the Amplified, verse 8 says, I am the Alpha and Omega. Some of you are saying, well, what's Alpha and Omega got to do with it? Of the Hebrew alphabet. So Greek alphabet, sorry. The, the, uh, that's my Bible college training. Greek. And so it's the first and last. In other words, he's the beginning and the end. And if he's the beginning and the end, then where you are right now, he's still in control. And it goes on and says, I am the 
Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord Almighty forever, and who was continually existing in the past, and who is to come, the Almighty, the Omnipotent, the ruler of all. This is an expression of God's absolute supremacy over all things, present, past, and future. Wow, do we need that word again today? We look around our world politically and it's just chaos. There's terrorism and violence and confusion all over the earth. We look at our families, we look at our community, we look at the the challenges, the uncertainty, the moral chaos, the drug and destruction issues and, and abuse. And we think, wow, what's going on in our world? We need to be reminded that we love and serve the God who is, in other words, he's with us right now. Just as powerfully as he was, and in the future, he's going to be just as powerful. And we need to focus in on now, because we need to live in the moment. Way too many of us live in the past or the future. Way too many of us spend most of our time worrying about what happened in our past. The shame, the guilt, the sin, the choices, the things we've done or have happened to us. So we wrestle and spend most of our life trying to walk through and deal with the pain, the junk, the fear, the trauma, the lack, the possibilities, if onlys, the regrets. We live in the past most of our time. Others of us live in the future and we're forever worrying about how's it going to work out next week, next month for our and our community. So we live in fear of the future and we forget to live now with the God who is and live in overflowing freedom, strength, courage, faith, determination, whatever you need in your life. And this is what I believe the Holy Spirit was trying to get through to me. We need to live in the reality of the God who is right now. No matter what you're facing, the overwhelming circumstances, the disappointments, the questions that are filling our minds and hearts. But he is the God who is. God is with us every moment of every day. And God wants us to live in the present and not dwell on the past or be afraid of the future. That's what I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to Get into our hearts today. Revelation 1.5, it says, From Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins, blood, the finished work of the cross. We need to be reminded that we are born again. We are new creations in Christ. That we can live with that washing, that cleansing. Our humanity needs every day to come with the divinity of our God. Jesus was fully God and fully man, to show that we can live by his spirit in the presence of God now in the moment, filled with his love and power and facing our humanity, our tiredness, our our pains, our disappointments. The reality is Jesus walked on this earth to show us that it can be done. And by his spirit, we can live in the moment. What happened when Moses saw the burning bush? God said, I want you to go and bring deliverance to your people. Moses said, a guy 40 years before, they wouldn't accept him. And he says, oh, by the way, who do I tell them sent me? And God says, I am. Not I was, not I will be, but I am has sent me. And Moses thinking, that's not going to fly real well. If I go back and tell them I am, who's I am? Who's I am? That's, he was... He was 
arguing with God, but God doesn't listen to his excuses, just like he won't listen to your excuses. I've learned God doesn't listen to excuses. He just says, get back and do what I've told you to do, to be, to live. His grace is there to help us. So he says, I am. Then Jesus, when he walked on the earth, he made the seven great I am statements about himself to show that he was the son of God. He said, I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the gate. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection, the life, and I am the true vine. Seven amazing statements, and, and it's great to unpack those. So if you're thinking, well, God's forgotten me, just go and look at the present God, the I am, and he can be the bread of life to you. He can be your resurrection life when your body's struggling. He can be... The doorway when you're not sure what the future holds. He's the great I am and Jesus declared that. He says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst. If you look in the Amplified Version, it's the I am in capitals. It's God saying, I'm there by my spirit every time two or more gather together. That's why we feel God's presence when we get together and worship. That's why when you walk in your devotions or you pray together with your prayer, prayer partner or your, your spouse or your family, God says, I'm with you. Wow. I am. He's in the present. So we've got all those amazing I am statements. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is the new creation. The old has gone, the new is here or has come. Thank God for that. It's not coming, it has come. When you're born again, he comes in by his spirit to live within you and remind you that he's going to walk every day of your life. Knowing Jesus is a growing personal relationship to love him, obey him, serve him, share him with others. And like Troy reminded us today, Jesus gave us the great commission, go into all the world. We're waiting for him to show us where do we go. He says, just go. And if you go and share Jesus, then he will direct your paths. And there's a great joy in just shining his light for others. It's almost Christmas time. And one of the beautiful verses there is Matthew 1.23. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So the whole Christmas story is about God sending Jesus to be with us to bring kingdom heaven and light. So in the middle of all the Christmas stuff, don't forget, that's what we're celebrating. Emmanuel, God with us. And even the, the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 20, says, surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. We need to be aware of his presence that he'll be with us every step of the way. So whether you, you've, you're feeling like, hey, I'm right in the center of God's will, if you know Jesus, he's with you. And I love that song we sing about, let us become more aware of your presence. Something happens when, no matter what you're going through, when you become aware that the Spirit of God's within you and that His blessing and favor's around you and His courage and strength is going to be with you, when you become aware of that, you can walk through anything. You can face anything. It's becoming aware. We know in the Spirit that it's true but boy, when you become aware of that reality and you live in the awareness of it, something shifts. So every day, we're busy at work with 
doing computers and demands and phone calls and, and we're looking after families and we're doing all sorts of things and studying. But you can become aware and live in an awareness of His presence. And that's how I've endeavoured to live my life these past years. And the more aware I am of His presence, very few things can then overwhelm you. Because you've got a conversation going on here, but you've also got a conversation going on here nearly all the time. So you're aware of his presence. So when the phone rings and you're not sure what to answer, say, Holy Spirit, what do I say? You're not saying that out loud, but there's a conversation. You're aware of his presence all the time. And that's, then you can minister his life and truth no matter where, what the situation is. And I just think God wants us to be living with that full awareness of his presence because he is the God who is. He's with us at all times. Colossians 1.15 says, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible, invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through Him and for Him. He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. And He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Thank God that we have this relationship with the God who is. This kid was at school and the teacher was, didn't believe in God and says, how can you say God's real? Have you ever met him? He said, well, I talked to him this morning. <laughs> you know, it's relationship. It's life. We live. We worship. We, we pray. We know his presence in our hearts and our lives. So he's the God who is and he's the God who was. This is important because you need to know the foundation. Remember that song, Ancient of Days? We used to sing that song, Ancient of Days. And it reminds us that God is the, the one who always has been. Ancient of days. The, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Revelation 1.17 and 18 says, When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and says, Don't be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead. Now look, I'm alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and of Hades. Wow, John's having this incredible Revelation. Some people get nervous about reading the book of Revelation. They think, I don't understand all the symbols and the, the trumpets and the judgments. Do you know what the revelation is? It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. If you look for Jesus and the worship of him, all the other parts will find their place eventually. It says, it's the only book of the Bible that says you'll be blessed if you read it and do what it says. So a lot of us don't read Revelation because we think, I don't understand it. I encourage you to read it. And look for Jesus all through the book and you'll be amazed what you see. That's what the book of Revelation is all about. The end time stuff and all that is part of the process, but it's about having a revelation of Jesus. And so he's the God who was. Revelation 21.6 said, He said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life so when you know he's the God who was that he created all things that he's created you and he's watched over your life you can then live with reality that he's the God who is now 
that our times are truly in his hands. When you've got that confidence, he's the God who was and is and is to come, you will trust him more with your heart and your life. Trust him with all of your being. I shared with the young at hearts last week about trust. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says in the Amplified, Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your path straight and obstacles that block your way. Something beautiful happens when we trust him. We surrender to Jesus and we see him transform, change, release and heal. So he's the God who was, he's the God who is and he's the God who is to come, a future, that he rules and reigns. And I love reading Revelation because you read the end of the book and the good news is we win. You ever get given a book, you think it's about this thing, you think, oh, I can't read that, this chapter, then I decide whether the rest is worth reading. Because I get given lots of books, I've got thousands of books. And uh, Marilyn and I always have this fun little talk sometimes when, when I got another few boxes of books, she said, I said, oh, we need another bookshelf. She says, no, you don't. <laughs> We need to cull them and give some away and share some. <laughs> so we've got about four or five bookshelves and I can't fit any more in. Because I love books. Because they, if you read them, you hear people's stories. And so it's good to read the end of the book. We win. No matter what we're facing right now. And so in Revelation 22, verse 12 and 13, it says, Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me. And I will give to each person according what they have done. I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. So there it is repeated again. How many times has God got to say it for us to get it in our hearts? I am the beginning and the end. Now, if he's truly the beginning and the end of your life, why on earth do we get so anxious and afraid about so many things that happen? I remember uh, about a, a, month, a year ago, we were in our prayer on Friday morning and some of us were talking about this. I got a stirring on he's the beginning and the end. And I think it was Tony Went said he heard years ago about this guy preaching. And you remember the old movies that have got all the frames? And he said, we live our life looking at the frame of today. And we might remember a few of the frames of the past, and some of them are distorted memories. We have very selective memory, don't we? We remember things as we want them to be, not necessarily as they were. And then we, we look, we try to imagine what the next frames are going to be, but often it's mixed with excitement and fear. And it was like, we're looking at our life today, we remember a few scenes from before and what might be, but God has created the whole reel of our life and he stands above and sees the beginning and the end and he also sees right where you are now. And it was like the light turned on for me. I thought, I'm the beginning and the end. I'm the God who is, who was, and is to come. So if that's the truth, which we believe it is, then Lord, help me not to be stressing about today when you've already seen the end from the beginning. And we respond to him in the process so that that will outwork by faith. And it was like another light bulb moment for me in that prayer meeting about a year ago as we were talking about that. I thought, wow, wow, wow. Lord, help me not to let anxiety and fear and stress destroy my energy and focus when you 
have created the beginning and the end. And he said to help us on the journey. The enemy tries to distort our perspectives. He lies to us and deceives us. But when we've got the truth, something precious happens in our hearts and our lives. Jesus coming again to a glorious church. Live each day in the light of his presence and the expectation that Jesus is coming back. Hallelujah. He says he's coming back. If he says he's coming back, he's coming back. And we need to live with it. I live today with anticipation that he could come back today or tomorrow or next year or 10 years or 100 years time. I live in fully expect him to come, but I live also passionately to fulfill this day. And I live and plan as if he's not coming back for 50 years because you don't know when he's going to come. Let's be passionate about our lives and live for him. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God did not give us a spirit of fear or timidity or cowardice, but he's given us a spirit of power, of love and sound judgment and personal discipline. Abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. One verse to finish off. I realize now why I used to quote and say, and we sing this song, that he's the God who was and is and is to come. It is actually in the Bible, so it's not wrong. Revelation 4.8 says, Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around. Under its wings, day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty who was and is and is to come. That's how I saw it only but three mornings ago, I woke up realizing that that's not the whole story. Because twice in Revelation 1, it says he's the God who is and who was and who is to come. Because he wants you and I to live in the present moment, fully living a life of faith and freedom and blessing and breakthrough. Let's stand in his presence today. The God who is, how real is God to you today? How aware of His presence are you this week at work or in your family situation or the opportunities, the excitement, the dreams? How real is He when there's great pressure and sickness and strife and turmoil, which we don't really understand how all the strands of that fit together? But I've learned that if we know and love and trust Him, the God who is and who was and who is to come, that will bring fresh understanding. It will give you hope to move forward with faith instead of fear. It will give you strength not to be drained by the past or even the wrestles and other people's opinions about you right now, that you can move forward in great freedom. And we can share this good news with others. Let's close our eyes and just take a moment. Why don't you have a little conversation with the Lord and say, thank you, Lord, that you are the God is right now. You're with me. For some of us, we need to just take a moment and let the fullness of that fill our souls. Because we've been describing, some of us have been describing way too much about the need and the problems and the challenges that we're facing. And they are overwhelming. And for some of, them, some of us, it is huge. But I believe today God's saying, hey, remember I'm the God who is, the mighty God, the Lord Almighty, 
who can walk you through it, bring you out into a place of freedom and blessing. Maybe you've been spending way too much time dwelling on the past. The Lord only reminds of our past when He knows it's hindering us and He wants us to be healed and set free. And some of us are spending way too much time worrying about the future. The what ifs and God, how's this going to work out? But if you're fully aware of Him in your present, you will have courage and faith to keep walking into your future. How awesome is our God? He's so beautiful. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.